Welcome to the Anger Management Podcast. It's episode two. We're back. We're still alive. Episode one has been and gone. Yep. Still and, no uh, reverb. Still no reverb still. on the vocals. And um, I've just had to calm myself for the last five minutes because Marcel's had me in such fits of hysteria over a joke he's made about his own people. So is it racist when you're ripping on your own? I don't on yourself? know. I don't I'm know, not right. really sure. I, I wouldn't even go into it because it's not technically my own people either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we won't, we won't go there. Maybe later. But um, it's the Anger Management Podcast, episode two. So uh, thanks for joining us. Those of you who've followed us on uh, social media yes. um, will know we've had some fo- quite positive feedback yeah, over the first year. After launching on Wednesday. There's been one overriding question from listeners and viewers, and that is, what is tuppage? Yes. I've had so many messages, so many texts, calls. Andrew, what is tuppage? Tuppage <laughs> is a word that comes from the Cheadle Cheadle Staffordshire vocabulary. Oh, right, okay. The old English. We, we, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's sort of a combination of Stoke and Farmer in oh, Cheadle. Wow. We, we can have entire conversations using only the word youth in Cheadle. No, seriously. You oh, can right, say okay. youth. 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 So, oh, so if you youth. walked into a pub in Cheadle, all you'll do is youth. 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 <laughs> Tuppage is another one. Smo is another one. Smo. Smo. It's short for small. Small's a very small word, but we shortened it to smo. Right? So, but smo can also doesn't only mean small, it can mean big as well, right? Oh, That's the beauty of smo. You sure you're not from Yorkshire in a formal life? It can mean you. anything, smo can. Big, small, in the middle, so doesn't the, matter. The question that the listeners are dying to know, screaming at Spotify right now, or wherever they listen to this podcast, what is tuppage? Tuppage is cheadle for sexual intercourse. Right. Do you know what that Someone is, Someone owes me a tenner out there Do you know right what now. it is? Do you know what it is? Do you need me to explain it? No, it's all right. Don't give me the thanks, Dad, like last time. <laughs> but yeah, it was a sly way that you used to be able to chat with your friends without girls knowing that that's what you're on about. You yeah. could sort of lean to the side and go, topic. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. So those of yes. you who guessed right, well done. Yeah. So yes. we've, got a, we've got a few different topics Again, that we want to talk about this evening, Liam. Yes. It was uh, it was your yes. I, your <laughs> idea to talk about um, driving and which people drive which vehicles. Yes, I think Liam's had a bit of a bad day vehicle wise today. Oh, actually, don't go there. tell the listeners Probably about what's happened to you, rage. Liam. I bet he's listening right now. The people <laughs> at the car depot are just like that bastard. I know where he's from. I've seen him before. <laughs> Isn't he on that podcast? Uh, and the best podcast around right now. Best, best I, podcast in the world. <laughs> global. Number one. We are a global podcast <laughs> right Number now. one in Kingsley Holt. Basically, I'll give you the short story. Basically, I, I took my van in for a service this morning, my work van, and uh, they gave me a hire van. And then no more than 13 miles later, after having the hire van... 13, specifically. Yeah, because it's important. It broke down. Yeah, it did. <laughs> so, all <laughs> afternoon, I've been running around chasing AA, chasing them up, took it back, and they says, oh, we'll have to wait an hour and a half for a, for a new van. And I'm like, mate, I'm going home in 20 minutes. I'm not sitting here for an hour and a half. No chance. I've, I've got a question for you, though, Liam. 
You're employed, right? Yes. So you still get paid? Yes. So why do you care? I'm not bothered. Well, there you go. I'd be broke down seven days a week well. and not be bothered by it. So if you're self-employed, I'd, you could get the fiddle out and start yeah. playing. But if you're employed and you still get paid, I'd just sit at the side of the road for eight hours and just, go sleep. I'd just break down in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to discuss... Stereotypes, yeah. really. Yes. People, certain people always seem to drive certain vehicles, right? Anyone with... The, uh, one, the one I'm going to come out with first is one that on. I'm sure we, we've all become aware of, it, it, in so much that drug dealers always drive black BMWs, yes. right? With blacked out windows. With blacked out windows, <laughs> right? It's the drug dealer... It, if you went to buy a car, right, if I was a copper, yeah. I'd be on the garage forecourt looking out for people buying black BMWs with tinted yeah, windows. That's it. Absolutely, I'd be like, looking at this uh, black BMW, <laughs> are you, mate? Can I just uh, check your pockets? <laughs> Blasting out some niche. But it's, it's ridiculous. They're always drug dealer cars, right? The other one that gets me, right, there's a very specific type of person that drives. Range Rover Sport with a personalised number plate, right? People with microscopic penises. I only know one person, right? I'm not going to mention any names. And oh, he he drives penis. one of those. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know about his penis, to well, be honest. You never know. We, we can guess, right? But Range. I've always thought with the Range Rover, right? If you can buy a Range Rover, buy a Range Rover and like bog it round a field, right? Fair enough. That's how. Why would you buy a Range Rover? Sport. Why not just buy a sports car? Buy a sports car and drive around fast in it because that's a lot cooler just than buying Danley. a great big car <laughs> that's supposed to be for driving across farms in, yeah. right, and cu- and putting sport on the back of it. Ooh. What's that all about? Ooh. It's mad. I am impressed. You know, you wouldn't buy you wouldn't buy a like a Volvo Sport, <laughs> would you? You know what I mean? Or a Clio Sport. Well, there is a Clio Sport. I know, but why would you have one? I've always thought. <laughs> Stuff like Clio Sports, right? Like Fiestas and that that kind of car. Nothing wrong with that kind of car, but and you always see the the chip eaters, as we always call them. Right. And they've all, they, they have them cars, and it just looks like the mum's got back from work. They've borrowed the car. Mum's put them on their insurance. They borrowed the car, but before they leave, they get underneath, unscrew the exhaust, and put one of them ridiculous foghorn things oh, on the back. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> one of them, and they come past you like. 20 mile an hour because it makes the car slower having them exhausts on and I think to yourself hurry up mate mum's got work in the morning I just, I just want to touch on one that uh, used to live uh, next door but one to my parents I can, I can say it because he'll never listen to this and uh, he used to have a Renault Clio right Renault can we, Clio can we just can we just stop you right there it's Renault, oh, not Renault. 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 <laughs> or whatever. Are you idiot, man? Whatever. Renault. Whatever. And That's uh... one demerit point for Liam. <laughs> I also drive a Pergo. A, a Pugot. <laughs> <laughs> Renault. Tell or, us the rest of your story. Or, or a Fod. <laughs> to be fair, you've done better than the other night on the radio. Oh, last night, Liam, the, uh... Liam forgot how to read. I just forgot night. how to talk. My tongue fell you off. You couldn't do anything, could you? <laughs> no, not all. So, he anyway. was struggling with the and and. <laughs> Back to my story. Uh, sorry. Uh, he had um, a Clio. Is that, is that technically correct, Andy? Clio's right, yeah. Right, thank you. Thank you. Nicole. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> 
those of you my age you remember those adverts oh dear and uh, he had a Clio and it was just a base Clio but it had a spoiler on it had go faster stripes because you know they're going to make a difference it had a big chuck off two exhausts and the, my favourite bit my favourite is social media account sticker in the back window what like 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 Go and follow me on Twitter at Big Dick Exhaust Forty Six. No, Mate. he yeah. had his own social media account, and not like a business, but his, no, his, like his, his own, social, own media. social media account yeah, yeah. on a sticker a on, on the back of his car. Yeah, that's the saddest thing. So I've anyone ever heard. driving behind him, did he can have a personalised see. number plate? I bet he wanted I one. I can't remember. I bet he wanted mm, one. Mate. I'm going to find number. out. I'm going to find out. Personalised number plates. Any listeners who um, advocate personalised number plates, please get in touch and tell us why they are such a cool thing. Yes. Because I don't think they're a cool thing. No. Farmers driving tractors, right? Yep. No, every single one of them. Every <laughs> single one of them. Those, on your, those of you watching on YouTube will be able to see this now. Hi. Farmers always look happy as fuck when they're driving the <laughs> tractor because they're always doing this. <laughs> Wherever they're going, they might have been up since three in the morning, had two flat tyres, mauled the bollocks off for like five hours. They're on the way, the mechanics get apart, they desperately need dead pissed off, but they still. For anyone listening on the podcast, just, expl- just explain what you're doing right I'm ba- now. I'm bouncing up and down. You see when you when you overtake them or you or you're behind a tractor and you'll see him bouncing like even the even the horse looks happy while it's bouncing like that. So, so Andrew, it's great. Um, last episode, you forgot to tell us what your dream job was, and this really no, fits with what. No, what you're I, I, I did. About. I did. I did tell you what my dream job was, but we we mentioned it on the radio the other day, and we forgot to. Tell everybody. Yeah. We we bigged it up and then forgot to tell everybody before. You spent the show a good shot. twenty minutes saying so like I, I wanted to be and my dream job is to be a dairy farmer. And yeah. that's one of the reasons because I want to drive along instead you want of to be being able to like jump up and down. Every time in a, in a I, every time I drive my car, I end up feeling pissed off because I'm stuck behind some numpty. <laughs> if I was the one with them all queuing up behind me being pissed off, I'd be like, Yeah, dead happy. Middle my horse would like, be happy oh. bouncing up and down on, on my tractor seat. Telling you, <laughs> that's and living the dream, isn't it? Andy? It is living the dream, mate. It is living the dream. <laughs> oh dear, but no other ones as well. Ah, uh, um, how can I say it without offending people? Bimbos, like blondes, you know, the stuck-up lip filler, blonde extensions. Val- f- well, we can say let's rejects. call them Valley Girls because yeah. I don't think we've got many Californian listeners, no, so we'll exactly. call them Valley Girls yeah, for okay. the moment. Yeah, and uh, Fiat Five Hundred. You know, the tiny little Fiat 500s, you know, with lip gloss and window going, and all. I'm going to get a new car, babe. What are you thinking <laughs> of getting? A Fiat 500. Oh, yeah, because no woman in the 20s has got a Fiat, Fiat 500. Just get a Renault. What? Get a Renault. <laughs> a Renault Clio. <laughs> yeah, but I know what you mean, Fiat 500. It, it's yeah. like every, every single girl in the world seems to have a Fiat 500. Mm. They're all pretty cool or cars, actually. Or to have one. They are pretty cool cars. That is a life ambition for <laughs> yeah. females. Career day. What do yeah. you want in life? What do you want to see yourself in 10 years' time? In a Fiat 500. <laughs> in a Fiat 500. <laughs> I'm actually a, I'm a... I'm a biker. I'm a motorbiker. Yes. Um, I don't know if either of you knew that. Um, but I have been... All my life, I love bikes. Cars... I've had a couple of nice cars over the years, but mainly cars for me have just been a something practical um, for work and for getting about and for taking the kids wherever they need to be. But bikes, mm. 
I love bikes. I've been out on my bike today for like three hours in the sun. That's why I'm looking a bit red. And uh, for me, I think everybody should ride a bike and then there'd be no... You'd never sit in traffic. It'd be amazing. Every single single time you see a person on their own in a car, if they were were riding a bike, there'd be no traffic at all. It'd be fantastic. And bikers are always courteous as well. We're always... You wouldn't know if you're not bikers, right? But you've got the bike rider nod every time you pa- oh, the- every time you pass another bike, you have a quick because you're in the know Side as a biker. Oh. You know something that the rest of the world doesn't. We're just in the zone as bikers, right? You know, imagine doing that in a car. Oh, friend! Imagine a bloke <laughs> in his in his drug dealing BMW, black BMW, and a farmer passing each other, giving him giving him the nod. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> no, you don't, mate. Leave that to the bikers. Well, you're just je- they're just jealous, aren't they, farmers? I know, jealous of what? They've got the best life in the world. Just look at them. <laughs> <laughs> Again, bouncy. he's doing the jump. He's doing the little bouncy, bouncy, bouncy mate. Bouncy. We need like audio descriptions. <laughs> I know we do. <laughs> so anyway, I, I got a couple of videos from Liam um, earlier in the week, trying to describe to me what this TikTok malarkey oh, is God. all about. So you did your own work then. Well, not really. I just let you send me two yeah. videos. Based off of the videos. And, and yeah, one, yeah. one was of, a, of a, a young chap, probably in his 20s or something. He reminded me a little bit of Punch off Punch and Judy. That's like a bit, of a, to it. a bit of an elongated chin and nose somehow. He reminded me of my sister's horrible, horrible ex-boyfriend. And um, he was he was singing... A conversation from someone a, was like having a, on Facebook, like yeah. a social media conversation. <laughs> he was singing, and it was like this mad conversation, and he was singing it. And it was actually quite funny. Yeah, I've got to be honest. I was like, yeah, this I, it cracked me up I a bit. That this. did. But then the next video, I don't even know what it was. It was just a attractive young lady with. Very ample bosom. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't really know what happened. It was like some weird. I don't really know what was going I, I wanna, on. I want to do like a Trevor McDonald moment with a book. You know, this is your life, Andrew Stevenson. <laughs> this is TikTok. <laughs> and, and that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, that's basically it wasn't, wasn't really is. anything going. It wasn't like she cured cancer in this video. But it had like five hundred thousand likes and so many and, views. And, and it's that's like, what come I on. couldn't. I was like, I wonder why. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what differentiates this from soft porn. Really, remember this I said is, though, didn't I? This is last a kids week. app. Yeah, this is a kids yeah. app. Really. This is desi- oh, I didn't know yeah. that. My, this is well, designed- my sister, who is in year eight now, she's she's got the app. And this is designed anyone, for children. There is, there is no YouTube age restriction. Wow. You've got to make well, I didn't account. know that. Yeah. I'm literally Verify. discovering yeah. this right now. So that video that you sent me with that that lo- Ch- lovely that. young woman, I've got to say, yeah. She that that video is is up there for kids like my son's yeah. age to see. Anyone, anyone. to see. You don't even have to make an account wow. for TikTok, no. I don't think. No, you don't. That's grim. And that's why they all get TikTok famous, then they go on to be Insta-famous and get a life famous. You know, it's just, it's not for me. There are people who have made millions of dollars in the past hour because of a video of them lip-syncing to a song. Yeah, not even their made. own song. Not even their own song. So, so it's literally a platform for people to be on to try to be famous with zero talent of any I, I kind said whatsoever. This last week. MC summarised <laughs> it perfectly said it last, last week. week. It's a talent show for insane. untalented people. Absolutely Spot insane. On. We have got some talented people on this show tonight, though. 
Um, we, we, we're trying to promote as much unsigned music as we can. One reason is that we're not allowed to play any signed music, right? Because we'd just get hammered for copyright. We but don't want that. With with me being a, a local um, audio producer and engineer and and a local musician, um, we're we're just trying to give a plat a bit of a platform for for unsigned artists to um, express themselves to, to express themselves. And especially exactly. in times like these, you know, when obviously they can't do gigs and they can't go out as a band or whatever. Well, it's it's tough. I mean, pubs have started opening up now, but it, it's still incredibly difficult for anybody in the entertainment industry. Yeah, we've, of we've, I, I speak for my own, for, for myself. I've got three gigs for the entire year, and one of those gigs is is the the birthday party of my bass player's mum. So actual real gigs, I got two for the entire year. And I would normally play two, three shows per week. So I've, you know, and it's it's not just me. It's the same for everybody. And those of us who have got gigs coming in are being asked to work for, for a tenth of the price that we normally, which which I won't do. I'm, I'm not getting out for 20 quid. Would you go, would you go after, after perfecting your art or your job for the last 30 years, would you go out and, and go work all day for 20 quid? No. Well, well, well there you go. It's, it's insane. Would you so, get out of bed just for 20 quid? Well, no, I wouldn't. I would, like, all day for not. 20 quid? Absolutely not. And uh, so, so we just want to have a little, little bit of a platform for, for local artists to, to show us what they're made yeah. of. So we're going we're gonna to start with uh, a friend of mine, uh, Levi Napper. Levi is an amazing, amazing singer-songwriter, acoustic artist, engineer. He's a brilliant lad. And we're going to play uh, a song called Don't Expect Me To Be There. This is Levi Napper. Check it out, guys. Think about the way you feel Was it worth it? Did it seem real? Is this the perfect life you chose? Your eyes are dead With a black tuck nose You got it We 
That's Levi Napper. Don't expect me to be there. It's a cracking tune. I, like I, th- I thought I thought it was I like great. That. I think that was cool. Uh, I I did cheat a little bit and listen listen to it earlier when Levi sent it across to me. And uh, for me, it's like a up tempo Liam Gallagher. Yeah. I, I think yeah, it's, I, I think, think that's the best way to describe he's, it. He's a very talented guy, Levi. Is uh, I have a lot to do with his with his dad as well. Derek, shout out Derek if you're listening. And uh, just another one of the fantastic musicians we've got in the local local area. Um, check him out live, guys. Yeah. Anybody who gets a chance, he's on Facebook, he's on social media. Levi Napper, check him out. He's brilliant. Beautiful acoustic guitar as well. Yes. Very chilled. Very, very chilled. like chilled. I could listen to that just. While cooking, or yeah, yeah, like just that. driving mm. along. Yeah, in the sun. that's it. Don't expect me to be You're riding there. on your bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you know I'm jumping up bouncing. and down. I'm bouncing again, everyone. It's, it's a proper bouncing beat. <laughs> yeah, the tempo is good for it. I wanted to talk about um, injuries. Oh God! F- funny injuries, serious injuries. I've had a lot of injuries in my life. I've never been a sick person. I've never had illnesses. But I've had some horrific injuries in my time. Football, skating, oh. falling 50 feet to a roof and nearly dying. I've had some proper ones. You, I've, shown, I've shown you some of the scars before, some of the great big scars. But I wanted to discuss um, funny, funny injuries that I've seen over the years. I'll start with one of mine. It wasn't funny at the time, and I'm glad they managed to fix it. I said I never ended up playing guitar. I was only seven, and I was, um, I was with my friend Matthew. Um, and it, it had snowed and we'd been out playing in the snow yeah. and we come in, we got a drink and we were going to go, this is how good, we were good kids, right? Back then in the eighties. Good kids. We were good kids. <laughs> you were good kids. <laughs> right? So listen, what we were going to do, what we were going to do, no jo- I'm not joking here, right? We were going to put a stuff back on, go across the street and shovel the old people's driveways so they could get out of their houses, right? We're oh, only, I was only seven, only little nice. kids. So anyway, freezing calls. I've been out in it for like three hours don't feel it, do you, at that age? So I'm, I'm at his back door like this, and I'm, I'm leaning on his door, putting my wellies back on. And Matt, Matt comes out, shuts the door, like, get me welly on like that, and I'm like, oh, I've got my gloves stuck in the door. <laughs> so I'm going, uh, uh, pulling on me like that, and I'm like, and all of a sudden, this wave of pain hit me, and I was like, <gasps> like that, and I, I opened the door like that, I pulled my glove off, and the end of my finger came off in my glove. Look, Liam, look. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking. Look, look I can see, see it. That. Yeah, the end of my finger came off in my glove. Oh, that's and, nice. And uh, that was so grim, mate, right? And I, I, went in, um, I went into the kitchen, and I was screaming like, ah, like this. and uh, I remember Matt's mum came in, and she was like, and uh, put, I think she put like peas or something on the end of my finger. And Matt's older sister came in and fainted in the kitchen. He was just like, just splitting everywhere. But anyway, I got up to the hospital and they managed to they managed to sew it back on, as I've just shown you there. Oh, yeah. And that's that, that's me, me fretting hand. I'm right-handed, so obviously I play the guitar, but the left hand is my fretting hand. Just think, if they hadn't got that sewn back on, I would have had a lot tougher time being... I love how you did like the hand, the hand down there. I'd have had an hard time. So for me, that was uh, that was that was the first. I, I looked back and it was quite a humorous injury. Then another one that I told you about before we uh, started recording was um, walking up to the the top pitch at um, school. I think we were in year nine, and we were going to play cricket, and we were just doing some little warm ups. So throw, as we were walking up to the pitch, just throwing 
throwing the ball a couple of yards and then knocking it back. Yeah. And one of the lads just decided he was going to launch the ball from <laughs> two yards away. <laughs> And he just swung at it and smashed it straight into my friend's face from about three inches away. Nice just guy. bang, whack, like, oh, that was painful. But we all found it hilarious, as you do when you're in year nine. A bit yeah. of pain for your mate is funny, isn't it? Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? So I've always, uh, I've always liked a, a humorous injury. Even some of the ones you, you, you see in football from time to time. I mean, it's nothing funnier than the ref getting getting a ball in the nuts, is there? Let's be, let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's, it's the biggest cheer in football. Yeah. Wee. Or when the floodlights go yeah. out. Wee. Or he drops his flag. But no, um, funny injuries are something that, that have always tickled me for some reason. I, I don't know. And I kind of feel guilty about it sometimes. Like, here's another one. When, when people fall over, Right, people fall over in the street, or you see people stumble. You laugh right? just a little stumble, and you can't help yourself. But, but that little, that little snigger where you get <laughs> <laughs> like that, and you just really want to say, "All right, mate, enjoy your trip." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's weather down there. <laughs> yeah, but some some injuries. Some injuries, like when you, when you see athletes like pull a groin or something, or, or like serious injuries in football and stuff, they're not they're not really funny. But I think as long as the person hasn't had some serious repercussions from it, then you can't help but sort of stop it. You're making me laugh. <laughs> Whoa! Why am I? Yeah, because making... you're starting to laugh. Then I'm going to start to laugh. You try to say it with a serious face. Have you ever either of you had any injuries that you would either either think were funny? Or maybe not funny at the time, but if you told us now, we'd think they were funny. Well, I, I broke my ring finger, my scaphoid. I actually thought you were going to say your ring then. I broke my ring. Is that even anyway, possible? <laughs> I broke my ring finger. Finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you when I say that. My scaphoid, which obviously is the bone that connects your thumb to your wrist. Obviously. And my elbow, all on my right arm. No at, the, at the same I'm, time? No, no. Oh. But, Throughout my life, I've never broke anything else in any other part of my body wow. except on my right arm. Right. So, and the uh, my mates will be listening to this, and my mate Chin will be listening to this, so we'll laugh at this. Basically, on my twenty first birthday, we went uh, um, just to pubs, you know, like there were me, two mates, and uh, alas, and like we're all mates, like you know, and um, she got a bit worse for wear, right? So me being the gentleman, worse wear from. Drinking. drinking, yeah. So me being the gentleman that I am, I helped her up, put my arm around hers. She put her arm around me, like linking arms. Then next thing you know, she clenched onto my arm, fell backwards, and that's how I broke my skateboard. <laughs> so me being trying to be a gentleman ended up with me breaking my hand. <laughs> wow, on your birthday, that's, on my birthday. That's, that's proper sound. That Happy twenty-first birthday, Liam. That's proper nice going. That is. I got a friend who um. <laughs> he um let's just say he was being over vigorous with a with a lady friend oh, wow. one time and there was a there was a snapping of a banjo string. Oh yeah, but the worst thing is when he went to the hospital to get it stitched back together, it was done by the mum <laughs> of a of a girl that we all know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could write it. Yeah, yeah, you had to have it done. I won't mention names or anything, but had, yeah, you had to have it done by the mum of a girl that we all know. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, man. What about you, MC? 
any any bad injuries so far in your 17 I years? Uh, yeah, I haven't lived long enough to have terrible injuries. I, I, I broke my pinky finger once when um, we were, I think this must have been around like year six primary school. So my last year of primary school. And it was just like me and some mates walking around the field, and out of nowhere, some, some uh, one one of the guys from my class comes up from behind and like rugby tackles me onto the ground, and somehow I land with all with fingers like pointing pointing away, except for my pinky. So I oh. landed like that, and it was broken. I only got sent home afterwards because we were changing for PE and we were going to be playing football. I could um, I could fill an entire podcast with the injuries that I've had. Yeah, but you're like when, the bionic man though, aren't when, you? To be when fair. I had <laughs> when I had my when I had my bad accident when I was nineteen, I had over fifty breaks just at once. You can make it better than it was it, before. It, it was, it was, it, it's, it's insane. But if if I count if I discount them, I've had over fifty broken bones mm. ju- just on other occasions. It's it's nuts. So I'm, it's like, is this mainly through like skating or motorbiking? Mainly a lot of them through football. When I when I was younger, I used to I I, I just accident prone all the time. Um, I went for an X-ray Saturday on Saturday on my arm because I think the, one of the plates in my arms moved a little bit and it was really hurting, but. I've, I, it's been all my life. I've, I, I just, I just seem to, I just seem to run into trouble with my skeleton all the time, and it, it, it kills me. That. It kills me. I've had, I, I must have broke my my left ankle. I must have broke twenty times um, through through football, through falling over at skating, and it, it it drives me insane. Fingers crossed. I haven't had a break for about five years now. Touch wood. Yeah, I've been, well, but I have, we can change I've that. I've been taking <laughs> <laughs> dead medicine. We can change that. <laughs> I've been taking it steady in my, in my advances. I suppose it's mainly because now I, I'm waiting for surgery on my on my back. Now I've got to have some plates put in my spine. So a lot of the things that I would hurt have hurt myself with in previous eras. Mm. I, don't, I don't do it. Obviously, I'm retired from football, so I don't. I can't even play five a side or anything yet. Um, Tired, you're only 27, aren't well, you? Well, yeah, yeah, 27 <laughs> plus 13, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, close, close enough. For you plus me, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Would you believe I was fit and healthy once? <laughs> no, I was, I was. I, I've actually been out and had a little skate today. I have a try and, oh, no, try okay. and keep myself, because my, my back's been a little bit better recently, so I'm trying try to keep myself um, as fit as possible. But it's Roll hard. Skates. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So skating, yeah. I, don't, I can't skateboard. Holding on to his youth, MC. Well, I, I, th- youth. I think that's an important well, thing for us, though. <laughs> do you, do you, you, you won't understand this at all, MC, but you're getting to that age now where you'll start to understand, Liam. But I, I think that it's important to try and hold on to that that youth a little yeah, bit yeah, because it's so easy to get... I have a lot of friends over the years who they get married or they have kids and you literally never see them. Again, which is a shame. I, I, I got I got friends for like from when we're nineteen, twenty years old who literally meet a girl and I never see him again. I've gone oh. from seeing him every day and I never seen him again ever. And I, my 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 eldest is twenty one next month, and I've I've got two children and it's never stopped me doing anything yeah, ever. Of course. The, the only thing you've got to do when you when you've got kids is, pl- is <coughs> plan better. You've you've got to you've got to. Look at what you've got to do, where you need to be, who needs to be, and, and plan. You, you can't just yeah. drop everything and say, yeah, I'll go have a kick around. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then put your back out yeah, even yeah. further. 
you just have to plan things. And I can never, re- I, I find a lot of people use having a wife or having children as almost an excuse for, for the life to stop. And, and I've never, I've never understood it. I, mm. I, 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 I don't get why you wouldn't want to try and hold on to the things that, that make you, make you happy. I'm not saying that being married wouldn't make you happy or having kids wouldn't make you happy, but everybody's got those things that they love doing and a lot of people stop doing them like as your, they get older and I, I don't I don't understand why. Your kids, Andy, so like the things that you loved as a child, do they love now? Have you like implemented that into their upbringing? Well, it's, or? it's strange really because no, I, I have to say, Liam, no. But right. Both of my children, I, I, I mean, my, my eldest is, is a girl and obviously... It's harder for dads and daughters to have that much in common. My my two things have always been sport, which which is from my dad. Yeah, my my dad was a brilliant footballer. He's still a, a county golfer at yeah. sixty seven years old, and um, he's he's fantastic fantastic sportsman. That was instilled to me, and that's what me and my dad always did when I was a kid, and still do now. Everything we talk about and everything do we do is is sport related. But my son. Hasn't got any interest in sport. All he's got, he's, he's not bothered by it at all. He's got, he's very musical. Mm. He's got an amazing voice. He's gifted musically, but he's got no interest in it. Not yet, anyway. Mm. He's only, he was only nine two weeks ago. But he's got no interest in, it, no interest in it. He loves computer programming. Is is what he? Oh he, right, okay. I don't even know what he's doing. He keeps showing me stuff. He's like, right, I've done this code and I've programmed. And I'm like. It might as well be is into he, Swahili he, for me. I haven't got a clue what's going on. Is into like video games and stuff like that as yeah, well? Yeah, he that... likes game, gaming and, and um, he creates like, he plays robots oh, or Roblox, whatever it's yes. called. So, but he creates levels and he creates oh, right, his nice. own levels and everything. And I'm like, it's all over my head. Double the goop to you, innit? And, it, <laughs> and i got, I got to be honest in a way, it saddens me in a way because I want, I want something in common with, with my son. But then I have to think. You just have to let them follow their follow their own yeah, path, go their own what, way, what, what, whatever it is. And I suppose I relate it to. By the time I was twelve, and I discovered that I was mus- musical and I had a talent for music, and my dad and my mum aren't musical at all, and my dad always, even though he didn't really understand what anything about music or the music industry or playing as a musician. He always sort of stood behind me, and he'd run me about, and he'd, he, you know, he'd, he'd always, yeah. he'd always help. But even though he didn't have a clue what was going on, yeah. my dad just wanted me to be a footballer, yeah. right? which I did as well. Something called dads do, to be but fair. But then I realised, <laughs> then I realised that being a footballer, I probably wasn't quite good enough. But being a musician, a songwriter, I was actually really good at it. And my dad always stood stood behind me. And I suppose I have to do the same thing with my my son. Um, but it does. It does upset me sometimes because I wish we did have some. I wish he anything. I wish he liked cricket or so just something we could. And yeah. I've t- I've tried everything with him. I've taken him to cricket. I've taken. He, he still goes cricket now. He doesn't mind a bit of cricket, but yeah. he likes the social side of it. My son does not the sports side. Yeah, if I, that makes sense. I were I were brought up with uh, similar interests to my dad. To be honest, I learned obviously <laughs> a lot of my influences and and the things that I enjoy and the things that I love doing are are from my dad. Because when I was younger. It'd just be me and my dad, and like we'd watch films together, or like listen to music together, and like obviously I'm in radio as you know, and um, 
in in radio. He's in the radio like a little gremlin. Yeah, basically. In the radio. I'm on the radio. And um, like I say, music is a big factor to me and it's it's something that's influenced my career paths, my career choices, things that I'm interested in. And uh, the professional career that we were touching on in the last podcast that I'd like to pursue. And I think habits, but as a kid, I don't know where it came from, but I was fascinated with dinosaurs. And is it just me, or are no, all like kids? Most kids are fascinated, fascinated with dinosaurs. With dinosaurs. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't even say kids to this point, but I, you should see Marcel, my girlfriend. Marcel's She's, like, yeah, I love dinosaurs. Well, I, I, I like, I'm, I'm intrigued by dinosaurs and that sort of stuff, but you should see my girlfriend. She's obsessed with I, dinosaurs. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Marcel's got a girlfriend. Didn't you know this? No, no, I, 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 I know I knew about this. this on the last podcast. No, no, no. I, I thought you were on about Tinder on the last podcast. Oh. Well, I was on about it. I even said she's not listening. Yeah. She being his girlfriend. <laughs> Shout out to Marcel's girlfriend yeah. then that I didn't know existed. Yeah, she really likes dinosaurs for uh, for a birthday, which was in February, uh, because I knew she she liked dinosaurs. We watched the the newest Jurassic World movies because she's already seen like Jurassic Park and, and all of that. Great films. And um, so I, I got her a, a Minecraft world that was in, t- in a s- to scale replica of Jurassic no. World with what? all the dinosaurs and everything that just like roamed that around. Amazing. And you could Is see there a every little Danny Snedry that gets eaten by the Dilophosaur? Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, no, but there's like you can spawn sheep on the press of a button and like the T Rex will come and eat oh, it. Yeah. And you can watch behind a glass and you can make your own dinosaurs through eggs, like combining DNA and stuff. Mate, what, d- when she's playing, do you put a little glass of water on the side and then stamp on the floor <laughs> yeah. the so it makes like the ripples <laughs> i was in year i was in year seven when that came out the first the oh, original dress i had a massive crush on that um lex the girl was called lex in it and i remember because i i actually read i'm an avid reader and i read jurassic park when i was 10 and mm. i didn't i didn't understand it or i got the main gist the scientific side of it was was over my head but i loved it i loved this premise of dinosaurs and people and then they made it into film and i was just like ah and i've never been a big film person but i loved jurassic mm. park and i loved it i was oh, so i was year seven so i was like 11 12 whatever it was and I, all like hormones were starting to go all over the place and i was like this is like dinosaurs this amazing girl what more could you want in a film, really? <laughs> Honestly, all, Jurassic Park. It's all about Ellie for me. Was Ellie? Yeah. Oh, who's Ellie? Dr. Grant's girlfriend. Oh, oh, Ellie, right, yeah. But wouldn't you have been, like, wouldn't you have been, like, five? Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> but still, a man can dream. Early starter. <laughs> yeah, Early starter, though. Oh, yes. Liam was shaving at six. <laughs> Never shaved in my life at 29. We, we sending down the offie for... <laughs> half, a do- half a dozen tenants super when he was seven. Some white lightning and some supers. <laughs> so, we're going to have some more music. Um, the next song we're going to play is a song called The Old Piano. It's by two friends of mine, Lee Bucknell and Adam Maguire. Oh. I first met these guys, um, must be 10, 12 years ago. They were playing with a, a band called The Bad Rats, an amazing band who were probably going to play a song of theirs next week. Um Lee and Adam are amazing musicians, both of them, absolutely amazing. They're, they're from down uh, down towards Birmingham, so I'm not exactly sure where, whereabouts, but um, they played loads of times at our local pub here. And uh, I first got ch- I first got chatting to them when I, I used to do the sound engineering at the pub. 
and uh, the Bad Rats played, and they they were like a like an Irish folk mm. folk band, but unbelievable. And then um, Lee used to play in a band called Green Bay, a Green Day covers band as well, and and they're just great lads, great musicians. Um, so this song is called The Old Piano. Let's check it out. Going down that lonely road To the only place I know Where the drinks are cheap and a good time's free And I go dancing on my own Playing on that old piano Singing songs that only I know To an empty room singing out of tune I think I'm so Ever walk this 
Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. That was uh, that was Lee Bucky and Adam Maguire. Felt like oh, by the seaside yeah, then listening yeah. to that. Uh, that so was... I was on holiday, definitely. Yeah, I know. On my tractor going down by the pier. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like a holiday the holiday free lions almost like. It's a f- fantastic <laughs> song. Uh, again, uh, Lee, Lee Bucknell and Adam Maguire, uh, again they're on social media, they're on Facebook, they're on Twitter, Instagram, all the rest all the rest of that jazz. The blurb. Um, as Andy calls it the blurb but I, I just can't get my head around it all I can't yeah. which, which does <laughs> actually bring us days. to does actually bring us to Liam tell the people how they can watch the podcasts and um, get in touch with us if they want to yes uh, we are on all socials so obviously we launched our Facebook page our Twitter page our Instagram you can find us all on there just type into the search bar the anger management podcast or if you're on Instagram, it's Anger Management Studios. So yes, that's us. That's on. That's us. That's definitely us. And uh, like I say, if you're listening to us right now, thank you very much for listening to us. You can also watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just wherever you get your podcasts, wherever the podcasts exist, there you can find a, us. That's where we are. There will be a link tree link in in every description that you can find. <laughs> that can take you to your preferred streaming service Blank, and also blanket coverage. And also to leave a message to us if if you want to. We, we, can, will, we will we will be deleting any abusive yeah. messages. Just so you know. <laughs> It does make Gr- uh, grief it does is make grief is sad. grief is fine. Banter is fine. Anything abusive will be put in the bin. We don't want or Andy's chucked in cry. the sea. I like chucking it in the sea. <laughs> Liam, uh, Liam wanted to talk about continuing his theme from last week of, about um, lazy jobs. Liam wanted to talk about lazy comedy. Yes, this is a theme. It was Even a lazy. lazier than ours. <laughs> lazy comedy and. Um, it's just oh, like those people that you, you've seen, there's com- comedians that make millions and renowned for doing this. Like fat people making fat jokes. We get it. You're fat. You're fat. You know what I mean? But like Melissa. I'm not fat and big bone. We're scared Screw you guys. I'm going home. I don't know what that was. But Melissa McCarthy is just a name to pluck out of thin air. And uh, she's just released a film called Thunder Force, which is basically her. Thunder Force. Thunder Force. That sounds like a 90s, 1980s Mega Drive helicopter sim i don't know if it's like a play on thunder Thunder force i don't know if it's a play on thunder thighs you know because she's fat (laughs) (laughs) she's fat (laughs) no just stop it just stop it but like people like that and i just think it's so boring it's so the fart jokes are another one oh no i've got to disagree with you (laughs) on that one on. terence and philip on south park yeah but are one of the most and the queef sisters yeah but no no get get out get out i'm not having it was it was funny in 1997 not 2021 funny since the dawn of humanity and it's still funny today oh right i i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this to you now right no matter no matter how bad your day has been right it does not matter if your wife's just left you right your car's broke down and you've been sacked that day and you found out you've got leprosy right that day if if you hear a fart in the right context in the most beautifully inappropriate moment at the right pitch with the right amount of squeakiness and wetness ratio, right? It will make you laugh. No so matter much how, detail. If, it, no matter so much detail. how bad your day had been, 
A fart in the right place yeah, is the funniest sure, thing in life. Are you sure life. this isn't a kink? No, it's just... Are you all right? no, <laughs> lads, I'm sorry, but in the right moment, a great fart is still the funniest thing you in know, life. You see her looking at you like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Okay, so let me paint the picture, right? You're in it for so the... So right now, for example, while you're talking... The listeners. If it was a great one with, a, with like a tearing bed sheet, oh. right? You, right, th- this is the thing. Those of you on YouTube can see, he's laughing now, just talking about... It. Liam is cracked up. At you? Look how up. passionate you are. Look how passionate you I are. Andy's going to be analysing the waveform of fart in a second. Now, like, <laughs> Look at him. He's gone. When we used to have band practice, when we, when we were young teenagers in the first band I was in, we used to practice in the chapel up the road here, right? And my, and my friend, I won't mention his name because he might well listen to this. And, what name and he's one of my very best friends, still <laughs> is, right? He's an le- absolute yeah. legend. And he used to be able to do what we christened the fart trick, right? He could fart at will. This is where this fascination right? with farts has come he, from, he MC. Could, he could suck air oh. into his bum and then fart at will, right? But we took it to the next level. Le- it used to kill us. We took it to the next level. So at band practice, when we'd have had a biff and that, right? We were a bit chuckly. Oh, yeah. Right? So we'd, we'd mic his arse up. Right, <laughs> we get the microphone. Mark Screw him the up. drum kit. I- yeah, but no, I still haven't finished. I, was I, I from- still haven't finished. I still haven't oh finished. My God. Then we'd put it through a multi-effects processor. <laughs> <laughs> we'd put war on it and delay on it. It was it was great. It was great. Misspent youth. We've gone from talking about fat jokes to fat. Is this, so I see what you're talking about, like keeping in touch with your youth. Uh, yeah, exactly. But sorry, Liam, you, you're wrong on that front. Farts, farts are funny. We should have a poll. We should make a poll. A Graham poll. A Graham poll. We should make a on Graham. On the Twitter page. On the Twitter page. Anger managed and pod. Li- it's very simple. Are farts funny? No. Let let us know, listeners. Please let us know, and we'll 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 tally up the votes, and we'll see who's (laughs) right and who's wrong. Liam is in the camp of no. I'm in the camp of they are the funniest thing in life. Like it was MC casting votes. It was in the funny like late nineties and early two thousands. It's still funny. We're in twenty twenty one, Andy. Come on. Comedy doesn't move along that much, mate. It doesn't evolve that much. Farts are funny. It's lazy writing. MC. It's, it's, MC. it's lazy comedy. Like, it's the same as like... Um, People falling over that, randomly. What's that uh, What's that part from that old uh, Monty Python uh, film? Was it The Life of Brian where where he calls... Uh, he's got a friend called uh, Biggest Dickus. <laughs> oh, like that. Biggest Dickus, yeah, are, are yeah, laughing. yeah. Great friend in Stuff Worm. Like that. That's a great scene. That's a great film, actually. There's a wife, you know. For, for me, <laughs> for me, lazy comedy, uh, it's not really fart a... Jokes. It's not really a... Stab- leave <laughs> fart jokes alone. <laughs> leave them alone. They're funny. He's got a shrine I, to fart I, 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 find, like I find lazy... Of the best just behind this camera. It's just behind this camera. <laughs> I find lazy comedy comes more in sitcoms than oh. anywhere else. Yeah. When it's canned laughter. Oh, have, you ever, have you ever watched an episode of Friends where they've taken out the laughter the laugh track entirely? Oh, for yeah. The if you episode? start mocking Friends, Marcel, you can get out as no. well. Oh, well, I'll happily leave. No. I'll happily leave. You can never tell me. Just, you can never yeah, convince hammering me. two of my favourite institutions here, Farts <laughs> and Friends. We've upset Friends you. Only, the only sitcom I have ever watched and enjoyed <laughs> was How I Met Your Mother. 
because uh, the story all right. the story was it's, all right. It's all right. Some of the jokes were like that. That's a forced laughter. I I think but, the first the first four series of Friends are absolutely brilliant. It, it tails off a bit after that, but sitcom. I think there's so many. If you've ever watched sitcoms where they only last for like a season because they are thoroughly crap, mm. and it's almost like the jokes. Going back to South Park, there's an episode where they have a funny bot, and it's basically Cartman. Uh, not Cartman. It's it's a, 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 this robot that they've invented that just comes out with jokes, mm. and they're just regurgitated crap that have been used to me, and that that's what the whole premise of the episode is. That's what it feels like watching a, a lot of simcom uh, sitcoms. Simcoms. It's, simcoms. Simcoms. Sim- simcoms on the rocks. <laughs> and it feels Fuck. like it's it feels like it. That they've just got like a drawer full of jokes, mm. and they just randomly take them out. And go, All right, we'll use that one. What should we have that today, one, lads? That one and that one. And I can't. It's uh, like having token characters in a film. Like, oh, let's have it. Let's stick a, a token gay guy in this. Yeah, new, in this I mean new that. That film. happens so much these oh, days. Coming relief it? in serious films. It's just like no, you're not even funny. George like, Binks. Exactly. <laughs> Ugh, kills me. George <sighs> does. I was so excited for that film. I still liked it. I just didn't like George Obi. Well, like the new film that's that's out at the time of this podcast is the Godzilla versus King Kong. I don't know if you guys oh, have seen uh, it. I haven't seen it. And there is there is a guy in it, and it's it's just who I thought was a girl until someone called him Paul or whatever his name is. I, I don't really care. And uh, he's the comic relief, and he tries to be funny, and every joke is just like, oh, this yeah, is awful. Yeah, it's just gone just, a bit southside, isn't it? And everyone's like dead silent on, on film and I'm like just just get out just don't come back get in the seat it's, it's like having a terrible Will Farrell in your yeah. film like Will Farrell is that kind of like token comedy character in he is a film, funny dude but though, he's, isn't he? he is funny yeah. and that's that's what I see a lot of films try to do is because they realise they need to stick some comedy in they'll stick a character specifically for that because they don't want to ruin the image of every mm. other character and not make them seem serious. So well, they just are... stuff some random guy. Sorry, MC, but there are a few films that, like, even now, that try to replicate the comedy, comedic genius of, like, Monty Python or Airplane or mm. things like that, and it just doesn't land. And I don't know if that's just a sign of the times or... Fart jokes are funny. All right, Andy. Which they are. Grow up. And <laughs> no. <laughs> the lead the lead song on my last album with my band Round in Circles, the lead song <laughs> is called Never Grow Up. Track one oh, is no, called I'm, I'm Never well, Grow I, Up. I was expecting you to say the lead song was made with nothing but fart. Yeah. <laughs> it's fart box. I, I it's something, I, it's something I'll then. be up for doing when we, we're actually moving to a new premises. Anger Management Studios are soon. So maybe the first, re- first record we do... Since MC we made it global, can be uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Over my living body, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I will not let that. You'd love it. You'd love it, mate. I'm retiring. <laughs> but um, <laughs> after two episodes. Yeah, but for, but for me, it's not it's not so much a stand up thing. Stand. I always think stand ups either bad or good. There mm. isn't really a middle ground with stand up, and um, some people are great at it, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'll give you an example. I love Ricky Gervais. Oh, mm. yeah. Gervais. 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 Oh. Re- Reynolds. Well, Ricky got, Reynolds. If, if I love Rick, Ricky Reynolds. If you're going to have me for Peugeot. <laughs> I'm sure it's Gervais. I'm sure that's how he, he says his own I name. I don't even know Ricky anymore. Gervais. I feel like I've heard more people say the S, even though yeah. I'd agree with you. 
I, we'll, I we'll think find, that's his own work for next I week. Say. We'll find out for next yeah. week. That's see who's right. See who's right on thoughts and see who's right we'll on, do another, on. We'll Gervais. do another poll. We'll have a couple of polls and then. So, for me, Ricky Gervais, I've never seen him make a bad program at all. Everything mm. he's done is is fantastic. The Office extras, um, Derek. Um, seen that newest one he's done on Netflix is like Afterlife. Afterlife, yeah, yeah, they're all, they're all fantastic, really right? And he's brilliant. You listen to him in interviews, and he's brilliant. You listen to him on on the on his podcast, which made podcasting what what it is. If if we're honest, it was the biggest podcast, most downloaded downloaded podcast ever. I think um, the Ricky Gervais show. Yeah, his stand up's crap. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you watch him, watch him presenting the the Golden Globes. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. ripping on everybody, yeah. and it's great, it's hilarious. But he stand up, it's like, oh, don't, don't applaud, don't thank you, everyone. Like, don't he, thank amazing. God. Just get up, get your globe, and fuck off. And it's like, yes, <laughs> I, I think he's one of the most talented comedians of all time. But I don't like his stand up at all. I can't I say I've really seen great. much of his, his stand up. It's not, it's not, it's not great. It's only my opinion, but it's not great. But he makes up for it, you know. Um, there's some people who can cross the divide, I think. Um, Peter Kay is one. Mm. I, mean, I mean, Peter Kay's stand-up is legendary, yes. and his, his programs are also just... Phoenix Knights. Well, yeah. he's never been in it. I mean, Car Share was the last one he did, which is also just pure genius. It, it It's great. But, yeah, lazy, lazy comedy for me, I, I usually apply to sitcoms rather, rather yeah, than stand-up. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. I can see what you're saying. Like, like say, uh, programs such as Friends, The Big Bang Theory is another, you know, another one that does that, and the canned I laughter. Al- and it's I just... almost feel it, it irritates me when I'm almost teed up to laugh at a specific point with with, with sitcoms. It, it's... Well... One I've been watching recently is Brooklyn Nine Nine. My, my mm. wife got me into that, and I think that's one of the very few good. I know it's yeah. not sitcom, is it? But it, it kind of is a sitcom. It's one of the few good ones recently. I think most of the jokes hit home on that. But my my friend Paul said the other week the reason for that is because the characters are my my age, mm. and so all the references you get are for my my group, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle references and that kind of thing. They fit they they're for my age group, the so pretty much boys. everyone <laughs> yeah. hits home. Yeah, yeah. Even when he has the little blonde, ooh, the little blonde tips put in his hair, and it's like, yeah, that's what we did in the in the nineties, yeah. you know. And and everything hits home somehow, but. I just find it, I find a lot of sitcoms very, very wooden and, and just too, I know they're scripted by yeah. nature, but too scripted where, where you're at, it's almost like a bloke tapping you on the shoulder and going, right, laugh, right, stop laughing, laugh now again. laugh again, yeah, yeah. now stop laughing. You, you know. I, think, I think some comedies and some sitcoms and that try too hard. You know, they'll, they'll, someone somewhere is getting paid thousands of pounds, dollars, whatever, to see, write that script and think this is comedy gold and then it'll just fall flat on its arse and you'll listen or you'll watch it and you'll think I didn't even chuckle didn't even speaking, chuckle speaking yeah, of there's... speaking of trying too hard I wanted to uh, to mention one one other thing a slightly different uh, topic and it's the the coverage of of the the un, well, I say untimely but the the saddening death of prince philip uh, something that we've touched upon on our radio show Liam um we present sports show on our, on our radio station mm. and Prince Philip was a huge, huge sports fan um, and competitor of many sports. So it kind of linked him well with, with what we do on our show. 
And um, I was I was very I'm not I'm not a, a particular fan uh, supporter of the royals. I do I do like the Queen, and I, I do have a lot of respect for for the for the Queen. And don't mind me, I'm just chasing Phil, a fly I wondered what studio. you were doing there. And <laughs> I was right. quite I was quite astounded and saddened to see that over a hundred thousand people had complained to the BBC and the same again on ITV mm. about their coverage over the weekend of Prince Philip's passing. And this is something you wanted to talk about, MC. And I, I thought it was... I thought that there was... It was a little bit too over the top, the blanket coverage, but I sort Everywhere. of thought, well, I can, I, can understand, yeah. I can understand it. And I couldn't... I can't get why so many people would be that offended by the... By the coverage of the passing of a member of the royal family that they would bother to write in and complain about it and that it quite saddened me whether you like prince philip or you don't he's still somebody's husband and exactly. somebody's grandfather and somebody's father and for me someone's son i found that. quite a lot of a lack of respect you don't have to like him you know if you don't like him then Aye. just just keep your mouth shut it's fine you, yeah. you don't have to i saw some quite Questionable. Quite questionable posts on 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 Facebook as well, and pe from people. And I just thought, you know what? If you don't like somebody, just just have respect for the people that are suffering from from him from him passing. Right? He's he's still the head of a family at the end yeah, of the course. day. He's, he's he's the the main man of the royal family. So just let everybody exactly. grieve. You, you don't have to get on there and start saying he's this and that. If you think he is, that's that's fine. It's not a problem. But you don't have to. You don't have to make a song and dance about it. I think it. you've just summed it up perfectly, to be honest, Andy. Like, like you say, fair enough. If you take the uh, the title away from him, if you take all the the glitz and glamour away from him, like you've just touched on, he's still someone's dad. He's I, still I, someone's I, son. He's still yeah, someone's granddad. And he's still a person at the end of the day. And they've lost a loved one. She's lost. Like obviously, the Queen's lost her husband of many, many years. I, I suppose it, I, I look at it as... So, so, if somebody passes away that I I'm not a particular fan. I mean, I was never I was never a Jeremy Corbyn fan, right? Mm. I, I, I'm not a. I don't know the guy, so I don't know him personally. But I've never really liked his approach to politics. That's just me. Not I'm not saying I'm right or or I'm wrong. If he died tomorrow, I wouldn't be on Facebook calling it from the rafters and saying mm. how great it is. I'd be like, well, I didn't agree with his politics, but. He's he's somebody's dad and he's somebody's husband and he's you know he's he's just a bloke at the end of the day. Yeah, just because I yeah. don't agree with him politically, I would never then start berating him and saying he's this that and the other just just because I didn't agree with him. And I, I, I that's just one example that off yeah. the top of my head that is. And I, I can't I can't abide these people who seem to get pleasure in in somebody dying who who they don't like. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? It's like they've got nothing else better to yeah, do. Yeah, it's it, like but... just just keep it to yourself. Yeah, if you no. don't if you don't like him and you're glad he's dead, then so, just keep some, it to yourself yeah. and let it let it pass. Instead over. of plastering it all over social media, just let the man, you know. But this leave is, him this alone. was something you wanted to to talk about, MC. Sorry, I'm smashing the studio <laughs> <to> pieces. <laughs> Something you wanted to mention, MC, this was your topic. Oh, yeah, because it also kind of annoyed me with the link that, that was made with the the app that we mentioned, TikTok, and the coverage of Prince Philip's death on there. And it, it made me quite sad that 
so many people were using that as a platform to make jokes about about his death and it wasn't it wasn't just on that platform i knew personally people who posted publicly to uh to to also make jokes but that's that's just people posting to friends and i kind of it's it's not it's not anything big it's it's not like a lot of people are going to be seeing that maybe a hundred or so people will see that but if they think if they don't think anything of it then it doesn't matter but these people making jokes on tiktok where it's anyone can get 50,000 100,000 people viewing the post that they make is instantly going to mean that there's people agreeing to that in the for example in the comments and it it just made me really sad that people were essentially milking a person's death like that to just for views and likes for for views i I think there's the flip side to that as well which i'd noticed on facebook when when prince philip retired from public life a couple of years ago i was saddened by it because i I always liked the fact that, rightly or wrongly, he would always say what he thought. Yeah. He was one of the very last public figures who would just, he put his foot in it sometimes and said things that even I was like, eh, you know, probably wouldn't have said that, Phil. But he said it, and he said what he wanted to, and I appreciated that about him. And when I came to his defence a couple of years ago, when he retired from public life, I was called every name under the sun by people mm. for, for defending him. And I noticed a lot of these same people on social media when he passed away were the first people to R.I.P. Oh, isn't it so oh. sad? Isn't it? And I'm sitting there thinking, on oh, you were the people who were who were saying he was a he was a Nazi and a racist and a homophobe and all. all and I, again, it brings us back to what we were on about last week, where it seems like social media. Just, it's just toxic, and it's mm. become literally about saying whatever it. Whatever will garner you the most attention, whatever the current flavor of the week is, that's what what you will say, and that's that's the side that you will take. And I and I didn't I didn't mention anything about it because I thought it was quite a raw subject when it had just happened. But I wanted to say to some of these people, I wanted to actually go back through the posts from a couple of years ago and go, well, that's what that's what you said when he retired mm. from public life. Is this you? So is is this you or or is this you? Yeah. Or are you just saying whatever the flavour of the week is? Because that, yeah. that's what it normally is. You will say or do anything that gets your attention. It's literally like there's no such thing as bad publicity. It's, exactly, it's, Marcel. It's just following the trends. Exactly, in a nutshell. Anyway, we're going uh, to have another song by a band called Stepping Lane. Uh, the song's called Too Hard To Let You Go. And... Uh, Stepping Lane singer, songwriter, is a friend of mine, Rob. You know everyone, you. I know, I know, I know, I know a few people. In the mu- musically, I do. Um, I've played, played several times with Rob on different shows. And uh, again, fantastic musician, local, Stoke-on-Trent. Um, his band are great. He plays acoustically on his own. He plays in his band. He plays in a duo. And he's, he's absolutely fantastic. Uh, we're going to listen to it. Stepping Lane. This song's called Too Hard to Let You Go. Let's go. Let's check it out. Lately, baby, I'm telling you, I said, why was it so wrong? I was just so in love with you. What am I doing wrong? I tried and you tried. We tried to grow. Let me, let me now. Don't upset me now. Too hard to let you go. Lately, I can't justify. Why are you with me? 
Was uh, that was stepping lane? Too hard to let you go. Tell you what, thanks, thanks for that, Rob. These songs are quite good tonight. I know, I know. I, I, I wanted to sit here and be like dead critical and be like, I like that. I'm not sure about that, but I tell you what, so there's, far, there's so much, un- there's so much talent in the unsigned music really community. Honestly, and you, you compare it to the absolute tribe that's professional music, and you listen to a song like that from Stepping Lane. And you think, well, that's that's better than anything I've heard in the charts for the last 15 years. So, like, if you're listening to this podcast and you like the sounds of that and you think, you know what, I could put my music on the Anger Management podcast, get in touch with us. Get in touch. That was Stepping Lane. Thanks for that one, Rob. Um, last night, I was lying in bed. Careful. M- Where we're had, going with this Mrs. had fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Careful. Nah, Mrs. had gone to sleep. <laughs> and uh, I, was still, I was still awake. I was still a bit, still a bit awake, so... I thought, what am I going to do? And um, I ended up downloading <laughs> downloading the, uh, the full, this, full series of the original Porn. Oh, oh. Thundercats. All oh, right, okay. And I was it got, way off. And it got me thinking, <laughs> what is the greatest kids' TV cartoon Ooh. of all time? And my definitive answer is Thundercats. Thundercats. It's, it's mm. just... It's without doubt the greatest theme tune I've ever heard. Not just of kids' TV, of any TV ever. It's the best theme tune. It's That's a unbelievable. Tough one. Unbelievable. That is a tough one. And there was a few that I had in mind as contenders. Mm. Transformers was great. Yeah. Robots in disguise. He, yeah, of course. He Man <laughs> and Masters of the Universe was also great. 
But for me, it was definitely, definitely Thundercats. I used to have a lion o sword. Give me I got, sight I got, to be I got on for sight. Christmas on my birthday or something. I used to walk, like, walk around with like in the dark, wait till it go dark because I had a little glow up eye of Thundera. And then I go out into the into the street and run around in the dark going, Thunder, 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 Thundercats. Oh, so I've, I've, hang on. So I've this just is got, when I was 19. I've got I've got I was about to say. We were doing so this last week. <laughs> I did. For my 18th birthday, my mum got me a lightsaber. A green one, a Luke Skywalker green oh. one, and we got we got back. We've been up the highway, man. If any listeners, local listeners, can remember the highway, man, up at um, Threatwood, and we've been the highway, man, for my birthday. It was a Saturday night. Come back three, four o'clock in the morning, plastered, and um, I decided I was going to put um, my mum's. My mum had this like big long duffel coat thing with a massive hood, so I put that on. Got my lightsaber out. Went outside. My best friend Paul whacked me with a stick and snapped my lightsaber in half at four o'clock in the morning. Nice guy. I was not happy with What's him. It? I got him back though. We shaved his eyebrow off. I don't <laughs> think that was the same night. If you're listening, Paul, still not sorry. <laughs> Twenty-two years later. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. He's, we were all asleep by a caravan, and his mum knocked on the window for taking work. He's working mm. at Alton Towers. His mum knocked on the window, and. Um, we heard Fent like ru- rustle like this, go, like get up, open the curtains, and all we were all like, all we heard was his mum go, "Oh my God, Paul, what have they done to your eyebrow?" <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh, "Oh!" But the best bit was, my friend Richard shaved it off. I'd drawn it back on in blue biro. It was just. <laughs> I bet you did an awful job as well. I did a terrible oh, job, mate. No. He wouldn't even pass as an eyebrow. Oh, it was no. great. So we're uh, still not sorry, fans. Love you, mate. Love you. But yeah, um, we're friends best, like best. that. Oh, we were great. We're still best friends. Who now. needs enemies? We're eh? still best friends. <laughs> um, best cartoons for you as a kid, Liam. Oh God. Um... Or were you one of those who weren't? Were you even allowed to watch cartoons? I was to or watch were you like too yeah. naughty? No, we uh, we we only just discovered electricity in in Sheffield. Up north. Up north, beyond the wall. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dexter's Laboratory stands out as Dexter, one. Dexter, yeah, I remember. I do remember da-da, that just da-da, about. Da-da, Dexter's. That was probably a, pop- a terrible rendition. Um, Courage the Cowardly Dog. No, I can't. I can't remember that. Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Ah, there you go. Um, uh, <laughs> trying to think of a few. The Simpsons. Oh, the Simpsons is classic. Yeah, but we all there's know. there's songs like there's ones like that that everyone just knows, such as um, "Who Lives in a Pineapple Under the Sea." Uh, SpongeBob. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, see? Does. Yeah, everyone yeah, knows that one. I know that one. What about yourself, Marcel? I oh, see. Uh, speaking of the Simpsons, uh, I I think I quite like the rendition Green Day did for the movie. Oh yeah. yeah! I remember that. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. good. I like that. Um, that was pretty cool. In terms of just uh, just TV shows in general, I watched a lot of Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb was great. The, the theme per- song per- for that Perry was amazing. Perry the Platypus. Yeah, the ending theme song was better. Um, it was, so it was bowling had... for Soup, if I remember rightly. The theme, the Phineas and Ferb theme song, yeah, is bowling so. for Soup. Got one for you. Am I, right? I'll... Am I right? Am I right with that? I feel I think like so. it's definitely like a well-known band. Go on, MC. You were going to say something earlier. I know. I, I was just going to say like there's just so many songs in Phineas and Ferb. Like when they did like the films and stuff like that, they had so many good songs for for all of them. I remember that one where they were on like um, 
they were on like summer break or something and at the very end they did this like big summer song and I always remember like listening to that on YouTube just because it was such a, a cool song for me when I was a kid. And that. Two for me was um, the original Spider-Man animated series and X-Men animated series. Oh, yeah, I, I, both brilliant. But, both yeah, brilliant. yeah. Oh. Spider-Man had a couple... Both, Spider- there was a few... Yeah, Radio yeah, like, like, yeah, Spider-Man. It, Spider-Man. That was the late that one. Was it. And then the, the one from my generation was Spider-Man... Spider-Man yeah. does whatever a spider can. And then there was the, the the PlayStation 2 Spider-Man pizza, the pizza song. I'd say that's the, that's I was the best right. one. Bowling for Soup. Is it Bowling Phineas, for Phineas Soup? Phineas and Ferb, yeah. Oh, the more you know. Yeah, yeah. But I did like Phineas and Ferb. My daughter used to watch Phineas and Ferb. She's, she's more your kind of age group. So I used to watch that all the time. Um, Most of the Cartoon Network uh, yeah, TV pr- shows had... I just were, think were back good. in the 80s... Cartoon theme tunes were just bad. Teenage Mutant and Hero Turtles. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, of course. It was great. It was absolutely fantastic. But I'm still yet to hear anything that beats Thundercats, lads. Mumra was the scariest bad guy. I mean, he still would give children nightmares now in the digital age. He was so scary. Ancient spirits of evil. He was grim. He, I, I was getting a bit scared last night. I was watching it in the dark. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna. Seeing as though you're you're saying it's it's winning so far, I'm gonna put this to the listeners right now okay. that are listening. Wherever they listen to this podcast, there's a description down below. If you want to send in your voice clips or your messages or comments, can it beat Thundercats? Can anything beat Thundercats? Let's find out next. Nothing week. can beat the theme tune. Definitely not. <sighs> Fighting talk. <laughs> it's proper. It is proper fighting talk. Liam. Would you technically count uh, the Yellow Submarine by the Beatles as a as a TV show? No, it was on TV. No, I'm not. It's a crap Beatles song anyway. Rum. Rum. <laughs> about Bill and Ben Flower Palmer. Well, you might not know, but the Tracy Beaker theme song. Oh, my, my, my generation. I know Tracy agree with me. I know that one. No, Tracy Beaker's still on. Oh, well, oh, they, they had the like the first episode in in a, in a couple of years, not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. I it was my mum had it on the telly when I went get get Litlin the other day, and Joey. I was like, "Is that Tracy Beaker?" Like as an adult. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tracy Beaker's still rocking. Can't remember the theme tune though, so it doesn't beat Thundercats. Oh, here we go. <laughs> selective hearing. Did I mention that Vale are the best team in Europe? Liam? Oh God, not this just bring it out there for everybody. Six again. wins, we're six not, wins in a row. We're not going to open that to discussion to the viewers because <laughs> we're getting cancelled. Not that again. <laughs> I've got a I've got a friend called Chris Chris Malin, and uh, Chris is a producer engineer um, similar to myself. And uh, Chris has sent me a song um, that is done in his band Electric Virgo, um, and it's a song called Love Machine. It's not a cover of the. Uh, that that girl band just who was it? Yeah, girls allowed. I actually, right. I'll give you. I'll give you a little thing to when when we're on a break. I'll show you this. Right, there's a guy in the video with that, and I swear down it's Thierry Henry. Right, in the video to that that song. I'm just a love machine. Have to check he's it like out. he's like a waiter or something, and it's Thierry Henry. I'm sure it's Thierry it's Henry. Him or his double. Yeah, yeah, one <laughs> or the other. But anyway, going back to uh, Chris. Um, this this is a song that Chris uh, Chris played all the instruments on this song and produced and engineered it. Um, the only thing he doesn't do is the, is the vocals. Um, I, I have had Shame. a listen to this song and it's fantastic. Um, so again, 
check it out if you're interested. It's uh, it's Chris Malin, Electric Virgo. The song's called Love Machine. Let's have a listen, MC. Drop it like it's hot, MC. Do it. <laughs> So that was Electric Virgo, my friend Chris Malin, uh, with the song Love Machine. And for me, I said this to you while we were off mm. off air, it sounds like Madonna. 
Yeah. It sounds like a like a modern Madonna if Madonna was still mint. Beautiful bass riff though. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris is a bass player. Oh, you can yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah, you, you can, can tell. tell. But I, personally, I think the production from from one producer to another MC. I'm sure you can weigh in with this. I thought the production's excellent on that. I, I really um, like the synth. Yeah, the synth yeah, yeah. Working very mo- very modern sounding, and I I loved her voice. I think I think she's a mod a modern Madonna. If that makes sense. That's a big compliment. But that's ele- Electric Virgo, guys. Uh, check them out. I'm sure they're on so- all the usual social media hubs and places that I pretend to not know about. The track, the track's called um, Love Machine, MC. Love Machine. The girls al- not the Girls Aloud version. Anyway, we, uh, we watched the Girls Aloud video, yeah. and the uh, general consensus says it isn't Thierry Henry. It looks nothing it's, like It's just Thierry me Henry. being blind, basically. <laughs> Are you sure it's not just your eyes that are fucked as well um, as your back? Uh, probably, <laughs> mate, probably. But I, I, I still think, those, those of you who've got YouTube, check it out. Girls Aloud video, Thierry Henry at the end, he's a waiter. Tell you, moon, moonlighting. When he was at Arsenal, they weren't paying, paying him <laughs> enough. He was moonlighting as a waiter. Tell him Steve-O sent you. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to uh, we wanted to have a, a little little bit of a light hearted uh, chat again before we finish. Um, last week, I asked you guys what you could be uh, what what you would like to be if you could do any job in the world. And this this week, I want to stay on a, a similar theme, and I mm. wanted to ask you. This is something I was thinking about when I was watching TV the other night, and I wanted to ask you both if you could invent one thing. Just one thing. Anything at it all. It doesn't, not, not something that's already been invented. I don't mean like right, okay. invent the microscope or something like that. Something that hasn't been invented. <laughs> what, what would you, what would you invent? Because you could invent something that would be awesome for yourself mm. or something that would be awesome for another group of people or all of mankind or whatever. Let's see, let's see what it would be. What, what would you invent if you could invent one thing? Well, I already know it's cause it's boring. But no, no, no. <laughs> Tal- Talas MC. It it help everyone. I just. It's not going to be something like a self rolling cigarette no, no, or something, no, no. is it? Definitely not. Something like, rubbish. I mean, I mean get rid of the people that smoke and. I, oh, okay. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be against that. But, okay. Um, uh, Genocide for smokers. Yeah. <laughs> it's not something we do condone on. Uh, on the podcast, podcast. No, but no, last I'm, I'm week, last week MC one. did say he would run some kids over as well. Oh. So <laughs> we all know who the uh, we've got space we all know for who the worst is on this <laughs> podcast. Go on, MC. But um, I'd I'd make unlimited storage on all devices: your phone, your laptop, everything. You don't have to worry, and so none of could, this, none so of this just cloud be storage, infinite storage, none of this cloud storage. I'd want a laptop that will never. Slow do you, down, do you slow think down. that that is something that that we will invent, that mankind will invent at some point? I don't think point? it is. It is possible, based off of how physics and electronics work. I don't think it is. We'll definitely reach a point where there's a lot, but as hard drive spaces increase, so will the files that we have to store. The photos are going to be higher, higher resolution. resolution exactly. They'll be higher. Uh, higher space taking up. So uh, do you, do you think will, do you think we're in a in a position up. now where those that is going to be a direct correlation? So so are we ever going to have much more storage per se? Because let's say we have have 
a million terabyte hard drives, mm. but the files that we're trying to save are exponentially bigger. So will it be any different than it is now where you've, say, got a, a two terabyte hard well, mate, drive? That's, that's and, the exact same thing that happened with the very first computer. Exactly. You had two megabytes of space on the world's so, biggest yeah, computer ever. So do yeah. we pretty much have as big a storage as it's ever going to be in relative terms? Well, it's expanding all time, though, isn't it? Like, obviously, space in in computers and stuff like that. Like, technology is advancing at a significant rate, and like like MC's just touched on the the first computer might have only had a two megabyte space hard drive or whatever. I don't I don't really know. And a floppy. And a floppy. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Whereas now, let's not talk about personal problems on the, <laughs> on the oh! podcast. He's got that one in. He's got it in. Digging the ribs there, MC. Oh, I like it. I like it. Digging on your wife last week. Digging on you this I know, week. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so, where where would you be on the on the uh, swiftly on? Where would you be on the invention front? Liam? Mine's dead boring. I don't even know if this has been invented, but because well, if it has been invented, then you'll have to I'll come have to think about it. I'll have to go to you and then I'll have to come back. But he's not. Oh, I'll invent the wheel. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> come back to me. <laughs> Joking. Um... Obviously, like everyone has pets, like cats, dogs, budgies, squirrels, rabbits. You know, my mum has tigers, a rabbit. Tigers, lions. Oh, watch that tiger documentary. Finally, what, our Blake's ti- nuts. Uh, tiger tiger King. King. They're all nuts. They're all completely nuts. Oh, every one of them in Carol that program. Baskin. What is that all about? <laughs> I, I couldn't for the first half a dozen, dozen episodes. I wouldn't believe it was real. I thought it was some kind of scripted madness going on, but it's it's true, isn't it? Yeah. It's true. Nuts. Sorry, Liam. Getting back on track. <laughs> Killed me, that did. <laughs> Since that, that what you were saying last week. <laughs> Getting back on track. There we go. Um, is like when you. So obviously, if you have a cat or a dog and you get covered in air, you could. I was going to say a flint, like a, a roller. What are those things called? Come back to me, Andy. <laughs> well, it's like right. Okay, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. So you put you take your clothes off. That's covered in cat air. Chuck it in washer. You put this liquid in, yeah. and it dissolves all like the cat. Hair, dog, the cat hair. hair, yeah. So then your clothes come out, and they're not covered in cat No spending time with roller and tape trying to get it off. It comes off, and it's like there's no cat or dog hair on it whatsoever. I mean, I will say that is as a, as a pet owner, cats and dogs, no squirrels, no squirrels <laughs> or rabbits. I will say that is a mint invention. Whether it's what I would choose if I could only invent one thing. Oh no, Liam. but that's just one that like well, at this person, moment in if time. They the, if they had a genie with one wish, you would do something like end world hunger. Yeah, probably yeah. something a little <laughs> bit better. I'm going to put mine out there as as something that's a bit better, right? That I really do think could, These are could all change humanity. Copyrighted ideas as well. So yeah, if, if we oh. wake up in the morning, a JTF are selling. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they need, they need to contact our lawyers straight away. <laughs> yes. So mine is. You know I'm a big science fiction fan, right? Mm. Love my science fiction. God. I know what you're going to say. I would invent faster than light travel. Oh the no! Hi- the hyperdrive, as it's called in Star Wars. I thought you were going to say like a lightsaber, warp, but a real life. The warp one. drive, as it's called in mm. Star Trek. But yeah. how would that? That's what I would. That's would that what I would invent. Us if it was well, so, it'd probably so help us, your, it'd probably way, help us in a few million years when when the sun explodes and we can, and we can just, all move but I'm, but I'm just saying in in the way that you're saying you're inventing the actual 
uh, are you inventing the ability to travel either? I'm inventing, inventing, I'm inventing let's say, the I, engine. I don't know how it yeah. would work, but I'm inventing the engine, the faster-than-light okay. engine. Because I'm saying, like, you could in, invent in, light in, speed. In the Halo universe, it's called the Shaw Fujikawa Drive, right? It's basically a light-speed engine mm. to let, make you go faster, make your ships go faster than light. And for me, I think that would change everything. I should we know that, really. Everything. I should know that. We're having a gaming podcast. Cheeky there you go. There. See what there I did there. What's right. it called? It, three Lives Gaming. Really? On YouTube. Check, check it out, guys. We'll, it out. we'll put some links in. Yeah. We'll put some want. links in. Yeah, def- definitely. I've only got eight subscribers. <laughs> you might have nine or ten. I know, fingers crossed. Speaking, <laughs> okay. of, uh, speaking of links, uh, you made the studio quite a smack, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> there was, I was trying to prove a point, okay, guys? If right? That's what you're going to call it. Farts were funny, right? And everybody laughed. Oh, wait. No, they didn't. You laughed twice. You laughed when it happened. And no, then when I had to open no, the door, you both no, laughed again. No, and you're still laughing now, both of you. No, look we at you. Look at you. Look at the camera. Look at Liam. He's cracked up. Look at him. And Marcellus, both of them laughing. Farts are funny, guys. This has been the Anger Management Podcast, episode two. Oh, You've been listening to me, Andy Stevenson. Me, Liam Simcox. And me, MC. We'll check you out for episode three. Next week, we might be in a new venue. We having a guest next week? We have. <sighs> we've, we've got Pash the mighty, mighty Christian Poole. He's going to come on, uh, talk with us. He's a bit of a conspiracy theorist, Chris is. He's got some interesting things to talk mm. about. He's Not also, one to be missed. He's also Sorry. the best musician that I've ever met. He's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So uh, we'll good. get Chris on next week. It's going to be Sounds fun. Good. So thanks for listening, everybody. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Check us out on YouTube. Please subscribe. Yeah, um, you can find us on Spotify. Every little helps. Apple Podcasts, and we're in the process of moving over to Apple Music and Amazon Music, so keep your eyes out for that. Blanket coverage. Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers, guys. See you next time. See you later.